0: it if a male lion comes in he will kill the the pups or the offspring yeah. of another male yeah. lion to secure his bloodline that's yeah. nature yeah that's just nature but this is this is beyond nature these these monkeys are these monkeys are out of playing. control they are not they playing. need to get they need to get their monkeys in order in India
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome 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 back to the second page merry new year Yep,
0: I watched Trading
1: Places over the Christmas holidays. <laughs> so Jerry told me I had to watch that movie, certain movies like cult classics that I hadn't seen. But we're back, and I'm your host Terry with my co-host Jerry, and our show provides you with news that you can use, will make you think, or make you laugh. Jerry, let's talk about this time off we had. It's been a while. It's yeah. like
0: season three, right? Absolutely, a yeah, long time off.
1: Yeah, so I, I mean A lot of
0: things happened
1: Yeah, I went to a couple of Christmas parties Thought I had COVID Maybe mm. I did Maybe I didn't And then <laughs> I don't I,
0: think you did
1: I don't, I don't think I did i, you know I if tested you did. negative But <laughs> I can swear College football playoff My Bulldogs are in The National Championship yeah. game This
0: is awesome Yeah That's uh, tomorrow night
1: Monday. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Yeah, just to do better Make more money? <laughs> 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 so let's go ahead And set the table So it's fitting that we, you know, we're gonna come up with like kind of a crazy story. It wouldn't be the second page news without one of those, and then one that has to deal with New Year's resolutions and friendship. And mm. our second segment, our first segment is gonna be interesting. It's about why you don't mess with monkeys.
0: <laughs> you know, these monkeys were bad in India. But anything you need? Oh, Jerry, yeah, Terry, you wanted to touch we, on a um, couple of uh, four, lost stars. We had four notable deaths toward the end of last year and the beginning of this year, Mm -hmm. leading off with icon Betty White. Wow. She was a few weeks shy of her 100th birthday. I think almost everybody has heard of Betty White. She's been around so long. um, It was sad that she passed away.
1: I heard a saying. They were like, when you die at 99 and people say the Lord took you so soon, you've lived a great life. Yeah, and she
0: did. And then another icon, Uh, a cultural icon, uh, Sydney Partier, Uh, Died, um, was it Friday morning, late Thursday night? Yeah. He was a black actor um, of bohemian descent, but he was class personified, the first black man to win an Academy Award in movies. And um, legendary football coach John Madden passed away as well. I mean, if you played a video game, you know who he was. So, and then another notable passing here in Atlanta. A Georgia native, Dan Reeves, the former coach of the Denver Broncos, the Atlanta Falcons, the New York Giants. He also passed away at age 77. So Mike Vick held him in high regard. He said he was like a father figure. Yeah, absolutely. He was a a, a great man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that, Jerry. So I think we have set the table, correct? So let's just jump into the next segment. We're going to talk about
0: these rampaging monkeys. It's not 12 monkeys. No. (laughs) not the army of the 12 monkeys. Yeah, not at all. (laughs)
1: Okay, we're back. So this story and a lot of these stories that we're going to do in the new year, a couple of them I found last year and I just knew we were going to take some time off. I knew we're going to take time off. So what I did was I was like, let me uh, accumulate Mm -hmm. some stories. And then that way, when we come back, we'll be fresh. But we have to before we get started on that, I meant to do this in the first segment. Jerry, you remember our last episode, National Divorce? Yeah. Why am I seeing that everywhere now? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene is putting it everywhere. No, that's because people listen to the second page news, Jerry. That's why. That's why you see it everywhere, CNN. But anyway, back to these rampaging monkeys, okay? So this was a story out of the New York Post. The uh, author was Gabrielle Von Rouge. Yeah. Uh, rampaging monkeys kill 250 dogs in India. In Revenge Massacre. So before we start this, I want to say rule number one, don't mess with monkeys. Absolutely. Because monkeys are
0: mean. Evidently, they can think and plan. Because you got to hear the way uh, people, the way they're doing this.
1: All right. So in a small Indian village, a pack of murderous monkeys have started war with the local canines. So what happened was it appeared the local canines had killed the baby monkey. Mm -hmm. And so the monkeys were like, I'll tell you what. You kill mine, I'll kill 250 of
0: yours. Absolutely. And so
1: what these monkeys are doing, they're finding puppies, Mm -hmm. they're grabbing them, they climb into the highest point of a building.
0: Yep, or trees. Or
1: trees, and throwing the puppies out. Go ahead, Jerry.
0: Yeah. You have to wonder that these monkeys are capable of strategic thought, that they know the enemy. They're intelligent. Yeah, absolutely. They know that the enemy are the dogs. The dogs wronged them. So they're taking revenge on the dogs, and I saw the picture. of This monkey holding that puppy. <laughs> stole puppy. You know, that, that puppy was
1: done after uh, the picture. He was, was terrified,
0: taken. and they're like, yeah. "Oh,
1: this is it." Yeah, yeah He's dog. like, "I'm going to puppy
0: heaven in a minute." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> made puppy child out of him, but yeah. But they, they, you know, it's amazing that I always thought Terry that humans were the only animal that could kill indiscriminately. But here,
1: I'm going to get into some more of these details and I want to talk to you about that because I have a question here. Go ahead. In the local, it's called Maharashtra B District, about 300 miles east of Mumbai, Mm -hmm. 18 monkeys have been on a quest for revenge in the nearby Lavool Village. Not a single dog, Jerry, has survived the purge. Wiped them all out. And so, in one image, they said the animal war, a tiny dog can be seen In the clutches of a primate near the edge of a building. And so you know what that's going to happen. Villagers have injured themselves trying to save the puppies. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, let me talk in India. I think these are a lot of stray dogs, but people still don't want to see these puppies get killed. I'm like, why don't you adopt the puppies? Stop trying to save the puppy. Adopt them and feed them. But, you know, some people in these villages can probably barely feed themselves. Uh, The villagers decided to take action, tried to wrangle up the beast. But then the monkeys turned on the villagers' kids.
0: And yes, they're attacking children going to school. They're like, hey, school. humans, stay out of this. This is between me and the dogs. And that might be the end of the monkeys. Yes, yes. Because humans have guns. Yes. And monkeys can't match with
1: guns. And, I mean, let's be honest. These aren't like chimps or anything. These <laughs> monkeys won't stand a chance against a human. No, a chimp will yeah, rip I, your arm off. But <laughs> yeah. these monkeys, I'm I'm yeah. sure. But they're, they're trying to take kids now. Um, but now here's the question I had to ask you, mm-hmm. Jerry. Is this instinctual or is this intellectual? I going think back this to is intellectual
0: thought because... I think it's still instinctual. Because think I think they, so. No, wait. Think about it, Terry. They are going after random dogs. Yes. It's like, I know to grab this small dog Mm-hmm. carry him to a building. Yes. Throw him down, and I know his brain is going to go splat.
1: Yeah. Well, I know he'll die, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. So this is why I was like, is this instinctual or is this intellectual? Mm-hmm. And then I have another question. Is revenge a part of nature? Is it? Lions kill mm-hmm. hyena pups. True. I don't know what a, a young hyena is called. A pup. Mm-hmm. I call I'm them a pup. Probably a pup. I, pup.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then hyenas kill young... Lion, kittens, right? Mm-hmm. But that's in, in competition of food because yes. they're mortal enemies.
1: Oh Well, I mean, I, I believe these dogs ate the monkey. I didn't think they just killed it. I, I think they were hungry, and they made a meal out of that baby monkey. Okay. And so these monkeys see the dogs as threats, and so they're like, all right. And, and this is where mm-hmm. you're right, where it gets intellectual. like, listen, I know I can't kill the large dogs because if I go and do that, they'll mm-hmm. make lunch out of me as well. Yeah. But I know how to stop this from keep from happening. We just gotta take the young ones out. And then when these die off, this is mm-hmm. our area. Exactly. But to know that, you know, to do that multiplier in your head mm-hmm. or to do the chronological,
0: you know, order yeah. or whatever, it's pretty bright of the monkeys. Yes. And like you're saying, they're taking off the offspring. Yes. Ending a bloodline. Yeah. That is intellectual fault, people.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> so I was like, Man, is revenge a part of nature? Because you know that happens. I remember I was a child and Mm -hmm. like, I was a kid who watched Nat Geo, right? Let's say, I don't want to besmirch anybody's character, but I was a kid who watched a lot of intellectual shows, a lot of shows that taught you things that learned. And I remember there was one called Turf Wars. It was the lions versus the Mm hyenas. And they purposely, like, if they come across a den of the opposing uh, species, Mm -hmm. they are sure to murder everything in there. Now, the difference is the lions do not have a taste for hyena meat. No, they won't eat them. But the hyenas will eat (laughs) They'll eat anything. Yeah, Yeah. they're scavengers. And so it was was like a show. And now, granted, you know, with the art of camera and imagery Mm -hmm. and narration, uh, they were able to make it seem like it was a turf war. But really, it's probably just recorded. They cut and put the clips together. Mm -hmm. But still, in this aspect, I'm like, monkeys and dogs are so far apart. This is probably a metropolitan area. Yeah. On, you know, new. I think the monkeys grounds. are evolving. Yeah, I was like, my God. Critical gosh. thought. My guy go- Critical monkeys monkey are theory.
0: Highly intelligent.
1: I put the dogs are just probably hungry. And I, dude, I wonder when this war is over. No, because
0: think about it. And you're saying about revenge is in yeah. nature. You've seen the, the images on that GOI of gazelles getting slaughtered, the baby gazelle. Yeah. And the, the only thing the, the, the parent gazelle could do is just stand and look. Yeah. You know, they don't, I guess they have no defense. But the monkeys, I guess, you know, I don't know, man. I, I think think about it.
1: The leopard, mm-hmm. who is an, in natural co- competition with the hyena and the uh, yeah. lion, yeah. will kill lion cubs, will kill yeah. hyena cubs. They, yeah.
0: They'll kill them. But it's competition. Yeah. Just like think about it. If a male lion comes in, he will kill the, the pups or the offspring yeah. of another male yeah. lion to secure his bloodline. That's yeah. nature. Yeah. That's just nature. But this is. This is beyond nature. These these monkeys are these monkeys out playing. of control.
1: They are not they need to
0: get They need to get their monkeys in order in India.
1: <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, get your, enough with the monkey business. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Now, we're going to talk about friendship and or the lack thereof uh, okay. in society here lately when we get back from the break. All right. All right, we're back. So this article, now, Jerry, I read this in mm-hmm. December. It was a part of an okay. app that, you know, we use. I would I would shout them out if they give us a sponsorship. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was the State of American Friendship. Now, when I clicked the app, I'm sorry, when I clicked the article, the article was posted in June 8th. So just to be fair, wow. if you go look this up. It's from June 8th, 2021, but it's repost. But I think they were doing it because it was tied in with the new year. Yeah. But it said, the state of American friendship change, challenges and loss by Daniel A. Cox. And essentially, it was talking about, we as Americans have less friends than we did just decades ago, a couple decades ago. And so they're like, coming out of a -a once-in-a-generation pandemic, Americans appear more attuned than ever to the importance of friendship. However, despite renewed interest in the topic of friendship in popular culture and news media, signs suggest that the role of friends in American social life is experiencing a pronounced decline. So, Jerry, first, let's, let's, let's go at a high level and talk about what, what, what we think the culprit of this can be. And I just could be it's the connectedness of They're everything. thinking
0: the pandemic. Uh-huh. I'm thinking it also has to do with social media and all this other stuff. That's crap.
1: what I'm thinking. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. There we go. We're it's not this. Yeah.
0: You know, everybody is on their their mobile device or whatever device they have. And The art of conversation has been lost. Absolutely. And that's how you make a friend. Yeah. A friend is not somebody you send a request to and just on some some social media outlet. And you know, you yeah. know what I
1: do too on my Facebook page? I mm-hmm. do audits every probably <laughs> twice a year. Okay. And so I'm like, listen, I hate to say it, like, if you're an old coworker, because you know the business yeah. we're in. People come and go. Yeah. If I really am never going to talk to you ever again, Absolutely. why should you have access to my life? I, I I unfriend you. Yeah. If I've never met you,
0: yes, I unfriend well, I never, you. I never accept the request from people I don't know. No, so
1: like in our business, you know, somebody would be yeah. like, hey, I'm going to introduce you to this person at this event okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so you become friends. But, yeah. if, but if we didn't meet and or we didn't hit it off, yeah. I unfriend you. Yeah. That's but, not a friend anyway. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's true. You're right. That yeah. is true. And
0: we, then... Terry, I'm going to cut you off just ahead. for a second. I'm going to interject here. Yeah. We... Take that word friend for granted. Absolutely. But we've friend. done that for years. What, I, no, I think because of social media, I think we really take that no, word for granted. No, but in high school,
1: now. we call these people our friends. Yeah, and, and really, they were acquaintances, acquaintances and associates, associates right? period. That's what yeah. the
0: majority of us have. Yes. We don't, because I'm going to break away a minute here. Go ahead. Remember, I told you before when I was coming in yeah. the story when I was a younger man,
1: uh-huh. uh, this guy like this told story. me this
0: story. And um, his son was. Um, like dad I have a lot of friends and his dad said no you don't. And he said yes I do and he said son I'm going to show you what a friend is. And this was like at late at night. He called this guy up and said hey I need you to come here. Within 10 minutes the guy was pulling in the driveway and he jumped out of his car, "Hey, what you need?" And he took his son and said, "That's a friend." How yeah. many people who you call your friend would actually do that when you call them would drop something and come see you? That's a friend. Most of the people we know don't do that. They'll make an excuse.
1: Yeah. And and just to steer back to the article, they yeah. had some some theories. They said, mm-hmm. second, Americans are spending twice as much time with their parents and, the, and with their children compared to previous generations. Isn't that a good thing? Crowding out relationships, including friendship. And let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. This is funny. So this Christmas, my daughter's got iPads, right? Okay. They had iPads in the past. They ruined them. And I had to buy new iPads. <laughs> Drive me crazy. Anyway, so... There's these games Roblox, mine mm-hmm. whatever anyway they play Roblox, right I hear my daughters on the phone playing Roblox, okay. but guess who is with who their cousins mm, family they're playing members. with cousins in Nevada they're playing family with cousins members. an hour from yeah. home yeah they're playing with cousins in Florida yeah and I'm like, oh, this is typically when we would play because you know mm-hmm. the internet gives us so much... Like we're more connected than ever. Absolutely. And and, yeah. I, and I actually, I find it cool that they're mm-hmm. actually... But like, they're fostering greater relationships with actual family members mm-hmm. as opposed to friends who come and go, people move, you know. Yeah. But your cousin's always your cousin. Your cousin, you can yep. always count on. Yep. And I remember how close yeah, I was sometimes. to my... Yeah, I was <laughs> close to my cousins when I was young mm-hmm. and how we drifted apart. Mm-hmm. Now, had we had this connectedness, yeah. we probably would be closer, right? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So that was one of the things... And then, and this this goes more to what you were saying, Jerry, they were talking about their situational friendships. I have a number of those, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, like,
1: yeah. if I hang out with this group of people, mm-hmm. I know this guy over here, but I only hang out with him when I hang out with this group of people, yeah, you know? Yeah, he's and then, not a friend. But, but you know what? No, but we have a great time. He no. knows my wife. I know his wife. His kids know my kids. I know his kids. Yeah. But really, that's about where the friendship goes, right? And I will attest, Jerry, hmm Full disclosure, Jerry and I are more introverted than we are extroverted, right? I call myself an ambivert. Like, I can be extroverted (laughs) when I want to, but really, I'm an introvert. I used to pride myself when I was younger on not having many friends. Yeah. Because, like you said, Jerry, most people, it's a situational relationship. It's an acquaintance, right? Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I still have, like, my core group of friends, but I have Mm -hmm. some other people. I've developed some very good relationships in the last, let's say, ten years, well, right? And
0: new friends, good, yeah. good Jerry,
1: Jerry, Jerry, being one of them, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but that's one of the things they were saying, and then they were saying that we faced significant personal challenges over the past twelve months. Mm-hmm. But yeah. listen, a lot of people got to know their neighbors in the last year when we were huddled in, when you were on lockdown, and you had to count on people. And you're like, "Hey, I can't get toilet paper, and hey, I got some. Can I borrow some? I went and got some. That's fantastic. Be Self reliant. Yeah."
0: Well, I mean lying on other people. Yeah, I sometimes realize, you have I to when myself. the store
1: doesn't have toilet paper, man. Yeah. You you gotta ring <laughs> that doorbell.
0: Overcome and adapt.
1: <laughs> well, go get some leaves. <laughs> Jerry's using his military experience. Go grab that tree, you <laughs> know, make some paper out of this bark and wipe no. So anyway, getting back to this. Yeah. But yeah, and you know who the biggest people who struggle to find friendship lately? Women. And it's shocking. It was,
0: women. Yeah. yeah. Younger women, right? Younger women. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you know what I think that goes to social media. Yeah, let's get more likes. People like me? No, they don't. Yeah, and then get it through your head, young ladies, most people are jealous of you. They don't like you,
1: and, and most people's lives are not what they post. Absol- You're only seeing. A, oh, it's a snapshot. A snapshot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But Terry, in my wheelhouse, guys, like in my age group. Man, we were fine. Yeah, y'all are killing in it. Yeah. They're like, y'all can make friends easily. I don't care. You know why? Because you y'all care.
1: Because y'all drink beer, and we have. Uh, <laughs> <drink beer. laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying? I know what he's like. talking about. You go to a bar you make a buddy. Yeah, next yeah. Thing, you know, you're yeah. talking football, talking sports, absolutely. But for the young ladies, I wonder, like, is it because you know they the Facebook whistleblower? I can't remember her name. Oh, gee, but they yeah. found that Instagram mm. made young ladies have more uh, suicidal mm. ideation. They felt less about themselves, low self esteem. And that that doesn't foster building friendships.
0: That's a super insecure person. It makes no sense to me, but I'm not a young lady, so I don't know what they're thinking. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that was very, very interesting. And then they were like, many Americans do not have a number of close friends. And I'm like, that's the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have, I remember this. When I was young, somebody said, you would be lucky to have two Mm -hmm. real friends in your life. Yeah, not at a time Absolutely. in your life. You'd be yeah. lucky to have two. Yeah. And if you
0: have one, then that's awesome. So, and I'll say this, I think a friend is someone also that you may not talk to every day, but yeah. when they call or when they text you, it's like always you have, yeah. 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 And when you have that conversation, it's like we can talk for 2 hours
1: and we never left
0: each other. Yeah. That's how I'm a friend.
1: Yeah, one of my like my closest best friend. Yeah. Like I will admit we have kind of drifted apart mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Yeah. But like when we speak, it's like you yeah. never left off, you yeah, know?
0: Absolutely. Um yeah.
1: but I like this. They talked about childhood friendships. Mm. Right. Yeah. And they said it was uh nearly eight in ten black Americans. So black people have really close friendships. They were like, have friends that they could still say they're friends from childhood. And I still have my childhood best friend. We still talk probably twice, <laughs> three times a year, and we're still pretty close.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's that's good. That is good because yeah. a lot of times you drift apart because your station in life is no longer, you don't have Depatible. much in common Let's with be that honest. person. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've found with myself. But I, yeah. you know, like I said, I have a very small group. Yeah. And that's it. And they usually stay. But if they don't, bye. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's it. I'm yeah. the same way. Listen, and, and, and it's funny. It's funny that we're talking about this. I just read this earlier this week. It was a quote. Now I'm going to tear up the quote, but it said that friendships are like a garden. Right, mm-hmm. you have to take time and care and yeah. things like that. Yeah, but if you don't take care in it, things and things grow yeah. different ways and you grow different ways, mm-hmm. so be it. Yeah. you know, and that's it's, just the way it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: You don't have any malice toward a person. You just no. drifted apart. Just, yeah, yeah, yep.
1: yep. Yeah. So, um, that's fantastic. So the last thing the article speaks to was ending friendships and how during the mm-hmm. stage that we're in, national divorce, people are ending friendships over yeah. political disagreements, Which is so... And that's so, sad. Yeah. That's really sad. And really, it's the people from Blueland who, <laughs> who are
0: ending friendships. The people that's from insane. Red. That's not yeah. insane, but that's just... It yeah. is sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quick story. I have a friend don't... who we are completely different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. But we agree at the beginning, like, hey, we don't agree on politics, but hey, that makes a friendship stronger. Yeah. Because you can always talk those things out. And to me, I think that should be The way it is, you know, it should be, you know, agree to disagree on things. Anyway, yeah.
1: No, no, I I got you. I got you. And then my my last thing is my theory. It's this thing called FaceTime. FaceTime keeps you closer to your family members. Now, the funny thing is when Apple came out with FaceTime with multiple parties, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow. So it's like almost like a conference call, right? So my wife, all of her siblings Mm -hmm. every day. They get on FaceTime, and I, I'll come in after work, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's they, a
0: good thing. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I'm about to make fun of myself. Okay. I still call and talk to my brother on the phone, like on the phone. Man. I'm like, should I be FaceTiming him? Should I be multiple <laughs> FaceTiming him? I don't know, man, but I think it's great. It may like, a generational thing, too. Like, I tell you, the cousins, Yeah, yeah. I come home. I can hear my daughter's cousins over in yeah. Roswell. I can hear yeah. one in Vegas. And every once in a while, I hear one in Tallahassee, yeah. Florida. And 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 that was what I dreamt about with the internet. So the internet yeah. has made things so great. Absolutely. It also has made things a little bad because people are crazy. But <laughs> that the interconnectedness that we yeah. have, this is yeah. awesome. So, hey, your New Year's resolution, if you lost some friends, if you need to find a friend, go find a friend. If you need to cut some negative energy loose, yep. cut those friends loose. And have a great 2022. When we get back, we're going to talk sports. Jerry has a great sports section for us. And uh, we'll see you on the other side.
0: And we're back. And Terry, before we get into the NFL, because people, today is the last day. It's the season finale of the NFL season. So, uh, and we're doing our show today. But tomorrow night, Monday night, January the 10th, the national championship of college football takes place in Indianapolis, Indiana. Between Terry's number three Georgia Bulldogs Mm -hmm. and the Alabama, number one, Alabama Crimson Tide. Terry, uh, remember I told you the other day, I think that Georgia was going to win that game tomorrow night. I I think Uh that's, yeah. So... I hope we have a good game. I hope it's not like the SEC championship game where it was a blowout. Ooh, it was over. And, I you know, went really, to that yeah. game. I
1: will never go to another championship game ever again. <laughs> well, maybe you Georgia would be better. You can pay you're me to go to ND. And I wanted to go, but I was like, you can't pay me to go.
0: And think about this, Terry. Georgia has a historic defense. So typically historic, something historic wins. And I just can't imagine that kind of a historic. It would be such a letdown for Georgia to lose that game, you know, with that historic defense. I hope y'all notice how quiet
1: I am. Yeah, he's very quiet, people,
0: but it's Alabama. And remember, I picked Alabama for the SEC championship game, and then I told you the other day, I don't know, man, for some reason, I think Georgia's gonna win.
1: I will say this, though. I will take credit for one thing. Jerry (laughs) thought we were gonna have problems with Michigan, and I told him two touchdowns, and we won by way more than that. It's
0: the talent level, people. (laughs) They can't compete. Those schools like that, Which is going to lead us to the NFL. Okay. Segway there. This is the time of year, you know, we don't like talking about people losing their jobs, but it's just the nature of the beast. So the way I have it, Terry, I have right now, Denver just fired Vic Vangio this morning. They did. Which I would have done it last night. After that game um, with uh, Kansas Kansas City City Chiefs, Mm -hmm. I would have fired him and that offensive coordinator, Pat Shermer. I mean, probably five minutes after the game. As soon as they got in the locker room and closed everything out, hey, Vic, how you doing? You're fired. Yeah. And you too, Pat. Clean your stuff out. Mm. But nothing against Vic Fangio. He's a he's a really good defensive coordinator, but he's an old defensive coordinator. He's an old guy. If you have a team with a young quarterback, you don't want a an old defensive guy as your head coach because your quarterback will never be developed. So in Denver... And I'm going to get to the guys, um, and I haven't really come up with who they should replace Fangio with. In Chicago, Matt Nagy, pretty much just a foregone conclusion, he's going to get fired.
1: That's what they were saying, yeah.
0: There's a lot of names being thrown out there for his replacement, but Terry, remember I've told you this. There's one call I would make. You got Justin Fields as quarterback. You traded up to get Justin Fields. Greg Roman, offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, you ask me why. Why I would hire Greg Why? Roman? He was the offensive coordinator with the 49ers when they had Colin Kaepernick when he was playing great three straight NFC championship game appearances and won Super Bowl pairs. He is the current offensive coordinator with Lamar Jackson with Baltimore. Lamar was MVP, what, 2019, Greg Roman's offensive coordinator. You have Justin Fields at quarterback, similar skill set. Why not hire the guy who coached those guys with similar skill sets to a high level? To me, if you bring in somebody that's—you're not going to hire a defensive coach. If Chicago hires a defensive coach, Justin Fields should walk into the front office and say, I want to be traded. I'm serious. Don't screw this up, Chicago. In Houston, David Culley, you know who he is? I do not. Exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) Nothing against David Culley. Jesus. But he's more than likely. He's gone tomorrow morning. And Terry, here's an interesting name. Uh-huh. If we don't know the situation with Deshaun Watson, I would offer the job to Eric Bieniemy, offense coordinator at Kansas okay. City. Okay. I think Bieniemy may be the only coach that could convince Deshaun Watson to stay in in Houston.
1: Because you think he can, like... You know, massage out the differences, yeah. that are between Houston and Deshaun.
0: Yeah, I think so because I think you. that's one of the the one guy that being, that's the one guy that I think last season Watson would have um, stayed in Houston for. Yeah, Terry, you are uh, something else there. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> um, yeah, just a but joke,
1: y'all. Just because,
0: joke. yeah, was, yeah. But here is the deal, Terry. Let me ask you this. Yeah, Davis Mills is a rookie quarterback. If you're the GM or whatever. You're gonna have Davis Mills or Deshaun Watson as your quarterback? Dude, I'd take Deshaun Watson. Thank you. You know, come on. Love. That's it. Enough said.
1: Dude, it's a shame he didn't even play last season. Yeah, I wouldn't let him play. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, absolutely. I'm like, Sue me.
0: Whatever. Go ahead. So in Las Vegas, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the the interim coach has done a fine job yeah. you know, after the Gruden fiasco. More than likely, they're going to move on. The big rumor, and I would make this come true if I'm Mark Davis, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. The Michigan coach, remember we were just talking about Michigan got outclassed by Georgia? Yeah. He sees the writing on the wall. I yeah. can't compete in the, with Michigan against the best teams. Yeah. I've just beat Ohio State for the first time in eight years. Yeah. If he goes to the Raiders, the Raiders, I think, will. he's got a quarterback in place. That, yeah. that makes sense for me with Jim Harbaugh oh, yeah. with the Raiders. Jacksonville. Fired Urban Meyer, put him out of his misery. You got a quarterback you drafted first overall, Trevor Lawrence. You got to get an offensive, a young offensive mind there. Yeah, Byron Lefwich, to me, makes sense there. Former quarterback at Jacksonville. Um, he's been offense coordinator at Tampa Bay for the last few years. He's worked on the Bruce Arians for probably Man, like— Byron
1: Lefwich really has, you know, yeah. developed over yeah. the— Yeah, and mean, Tom
0: Brady wow. has given him an endorsement. So that's big. So, you know, a lot of people think he's not doing anything, but the guys calling plays there. So, yeah. okay, Minnesota, this job isn't open. But remember I was telling you oh, Mike yeah, Zimmer is, is yeah. the head coach. Mike Zimmer is another old defensive coordinator. I would have fired Mike Zimmer last Monday morning. <laughs> A reporter, think about this Terry. Minnesota is out of the playoffs. They have nothing. When I say nothing to play for. Your management drafted Kellen Mond in the 3rd round out of Texas A&M. You have nothing to play for. One game left. The reporter said coach are you going to play Kellen Mon? Do you want to see what he can do? No, I see him in practice every day. As soon as that interview was over, he wouldn't. Have, I would say, clean your stuff out, get out, you're fired. I would have fired. He's an old, three yards cloud of dust. Let's play defense and win the game. Where has that got you, Minnesota? He's been there for eight years. He's made the playoff three times in eight years. He's a good defensive coordinator. He's a, he may be even a good man. You got a young quarterback. Get him out. Wow. I would fire him on the spot. Maybe Kellen Moore, Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
1: I, now, I will say this. Jerry wanted Kellen Moore to coach some college team. And I was like, Jerry, as, as highly as you regard Kellen Moore, he's going to coach an NFL Oh, yeah, team. he's going to coach an and NFL I, team. And, I, and, I, and I'm happy for I him. I would love he him to stay in to. Dallas. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you tell him what you're th- – no, we don't want to d- – we don't no. want
0: I would have jinxed um, your season. I would have fired Mike McCarthy and hired Kelly Moore as the uh, offensive coordinator. I've heard I mean, this the head coach
1: a thousand times.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Seattle, uh-huh. it may be oh, time to man. move on from yeah. a mutual agreement. We got to uh, move on from Pete Carroll, and we may trade Russell Wilson. You can still get a first round draft pick for Russell.
1: I guess that's true. It may
0: be rebuild mold in Seattle, and Seems I like it. Yeah. I didn't name a replacement in Seattle because I, I have no idea but I do have some names that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. The New York Giants, Joe Judge. Man, put that man out of his misery. Joe Judge is not an NFL head coach. Just stop this experiment in New York. The Giants are a flagship franchise. Move on. Terry, here are some names, and I'm going to throw them all at you. Joe Brady. No, this is not for the Giants. These are just for head coaching jobs. Joe Brady, former offensive coordinator in Carolina. He was the passing game coordinator for Joe Burrow at LSU when they won the national mm-hmm. championship. He's got NFL experience. Joe Lombardi, offensive coordinator, Los Angeles Chargers. Graham Harrell, former offensive coordinator at USC. Yeah. A wild card NFL head coach um, thing. Todd Bowles, former head coach, defensive coordinator, Tampa Bay. Brian Daybowl, offensive coordinator at Buffalo. And a guy I never thought I would defend. Dennis Allen, defensive coordinator, New Orleans Saints. Oh, Cool. I awesome. think he, I think maybe it's time for him to get another shot as a head coach. Cool. So, there you have it, folks. Jerry always
1: does an awesome job with our sports segment. Jerry, that's just, just a wealth of information. And then we'll see. Because, dude, you made some accurate predictions this football season. <laughs> you called um, Josh Rosen to the
0: Falcons. Oh, I was wrong about him, though. Yeah. He's a USFL or XFL. He's been too damaged now. Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, had a good arm, though. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. when we get back, we'll close the show. All right, we're back. Another great show, Jerry. Happy New Year from us to you. Uh, Jerry, we must be onto something. Uh, I brought it up earlier, but I'll bring it up again. These national divorce stories are taking home. They divided the country differently. Yeah. The they way I originally, it, they, yeah, yeah, they did it, but it we're going to have
0: to do a serious, last time yeah. was a parody. We're going to have to do a serious delve yeah. in, a deep dive into that one. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: My dogs, <laughs> Lord, if you're listening, help,
0: um, help. <laughs> That's from think God cares who wins a football game. <laughs> God has no, yeah,
1: he has no. I always laugh at that. Like God nah, know, doesn't care yeah, who wins a football yeah. game. Can't wait for these future episodes. I have some great stories in the vault. Yeah. We'll have some things. We'll have a couple of changes to the show in the new year. I think we need to bring back like tech tips and yeah. and, and maybe you my done commentary. A commentary yeah. And yeah. I don't know, in about in many moments. Right. Yeah. So please don't forget to give us a five-star review and subscribe to our podcast. And please tell at least one person about the second page news. And remember, at the second page news, we provide you with news you can use. will make you think or make you laugh. Don't mess
0: with monkeys. Good night, man.